Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi everybody, I'm Jerry Bryant, and you're about to get a bird's eye view of the beginning of a legacy, the legacy of early contemporary Christian music, as we look back to where it all began. Starting this out as a guy who started singing and playing keyboards professionally for Carlos Santana in the early 70s. But in 1979, he released the first of many albums that shared his love for Jesus and his desire to worship Him. Here's the title track from his debut LP on Word Records, Leon Patillo and Dance Children Dance. Noise. And if those boys should begin 
Life's tough, God's good. So let's dance, children, dance. Leon Patello. <laughs> Saw that on a t-shirt once. This next Keith Green Todd Fishkind composition found its way onto Matthew Ward's first solo album, Your Love Came Over Me. Uses a plethora of metaphors to express the feeling of God's unconditional love on the day of one's salvation. Featuring Michael Omardian on piano, Bill Kagi on guitar, and the amazing vocal talents of Matthew Ward from the second chapter of Acts. Here's Your Love Came Over Me on Full Circle, Where It All Began.
one of the unmistakable voices from the second chapter of Acts, Matthew Ward, and your love came over me. Do you remember that first love feeling? Well, if you've lost it, you can have it back. Just lay down all the burdens you've been carrying around all these years at the foot of the cross and give Jesus your whole heart. It can happen in a sudden moment. God is a God of the suddenlies. And in spite of all the things you've heard, He can change your heart even in a moment's time. This is Jerry Bryant, and you're listening to Full Circle. Now, Randy Stonehill's second solid rock release in 1980, The Sky is Falling, was heavily influenced by the sound of the popular 70s band, The Eagles. But the album starts off with a track that right from the get-go comments on the popular disco craze going on back then. Randy wrote the song in the late 70s about how empty and shallow that lifestyle had become for so many people. One interesting note is that the melody and lyrics came to Randy in a dream, which he wrote down right away when he woke up. He knew without a doubt that God had given him this song. Here's Randy Stonehill on Full Circle, Where It All Began.
He's one of a kind. Randy Stonehill on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. You know, love is an interesting word. As a matter of fact, in the original Greek language, there were four words for love. Now, let me give you the definitions of those four words, and then tell me which one you think Randy was speaking about in his song, The One True Love. There's the love of a mother for a child. Storge, in the Greek, and it literally means uh, like a stork taking care of her offspring. There was another word in the Greek language for love called eros, E-R-O-S, and it meant more of a earthy, um, fleshy, or or sensual uh, would be the meaning of that word. And I suggest to you that a lot of the songs that you listen to on the radio today are songs about that particular kind of love. Now, another Greek word was phileo, which means otherly or brotherly. We get the word Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. It's a great kind of love, but it's conditional. I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. I'll love you if you love me. The fourth Greek word for love was agape, A-G-A-P-E, agape, literally translated disinterested benevolence, which meant, hey, in spite of how you treat me or how you act, I will always love you unconditionally without limits. Which love do you think Randy was speaking about in One True Love? And what kind of love do we really, really need in this world? Do we even understand the meaning of that kind of love? To accept people unconditionally without judgment? Imagine what a different world we'd live in if it was a world filled with agape love that can only come from a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Stay tuned, and we'll be back and play more of those love songs from the days of early Jesus music in a moment. This is Full Circle. You can help Christian business persons in needy nations share the gospel and transform their countries. Global Advance hosts marketplace mission seminars in developing nations to equip Christians in the marketplace in their witness for Christ. Recently, a Global Advance team conducted marketplace mission seminars for Christian business persons in Hyderabad and Vizak, India. These seminars were enthusiastically received by hundreds of grateful Indian Christians who noted that this was the first time Christians in business had convened together for training in years. Global Advance is helping Christian business persons in India shine the light of Jesus Christ in the marketplace. Find out more about this exciting ministry on the web at globaladvance.org. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the nationally syndicated classic Jesus music show with Jerry Bryant. I'm featuring the memories and the songs of the past. Songs that help birth today's contemporary Christian music. Back before there were CCM radio stations, where there were just a few Jesus music radio shows like mine. My show was called Jesus Solid Rock, and it was a forerunner of contemporary Christian music radio. Even before I realized what I was doing, I was simply playing the music that reflected the passion of my heart. A heart on fire for Jesus. Now, if you'd like to respond to my radio show, I'd really like to hear from you. Maybe I've helped you recall a memory, or you've heard a song you haven't heard for years. Let me know. Write me this week. My mailing address is Full Circle, Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. That's Full Circle, 
Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. Or if you'd prefer, check out my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. And you'll find an email link where you can zip me a note. Hey, thanks. Now, this next artist is simple, honest, unpretentious, and easy to listen to over and over. Those are a few words that many people use when describing the music and the voice of Kelly Willard. Although Kelly has lent her talents to the artistry of such well-known artists as Bob Bennett, Bruce Carroll, Dion DiMucci, Keith Green, Twyla Paris, and innumerable praise and worship recordings over the years, she remains as simple, approachable, and down-to-earth as a person can be. Born and raised in Winter Haven, Florida, Kelly took to the piano at the tender age of five. She began to compose her own songs when she was 13 years old. And in 1977, at the age of 18, she moved to Southern California to be part of the then-current flow of Jesus musicians ministering and recording out there. She played keyboards and sung background vocals on projects for artists such as Karen Lafferty, Tommy Coons from Love Song, Roby Duke, Louis McVeigh, before Maranatha Music approached her to record her own solo project. And then, in 1979, we witnessed the release of her first album, produced by Jonathan David Brown, which thrust Kelly into the eyes, ears, and hearts of the public as much of her music received extensive national airplay, and she began to tour. Here's another Jesus Music Love Song, the title track with a catchy chorus from her debut LP, Blame It on the One I Love, Kelly Willard.
someone who's experienced her share of hardship and suffering, but willing to embrace life, not alone, but with the love of Jesus. Just blame it on the one I love, Kelly Willard. I first interviewed Kelly right after a concert at Knott's Berry Farm in Southern California in the late 70s. Arrestingly transparent and innocent, her songs had the ability to skin back, facade, and, and soften the heart with the Father's touch. Where's Kelly now? Living near Jacksonville, Florida, Kelly released the long-awaited CD project entitled Paga, a word for intercession, in May of 2007. Featuring vocal backgrounds of fellow Jesus music pioneer Michelle Pilar. Be looking for a special interview with Kelly on Full Circle sometime soon. And if you'd like to check out her website, you can find the link by simply going to fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Say, does anyone remember the early days of folk music? Well, Peter, Paul, and Mary were the biggest thing in folk music in the 60s with numerous hit songs including If I Had a Hammer and Puff, the Magic Dragon. But in 1968, one-third of the trio, no Paul Stuckey, underwent a spiritual transformation and he became a born-again Christian. Two years later, the trio disbanded with each member going on to pursue solo projects. Now, Noel's debut solo album, Paul and, included the popular wedding song, or There Is Love, he gave away the royalties to public domain because he felt that the inspiration had totally come from God. Here's the song that's been sung at more weddings than any other song in the world. From his 1971 Warner Brothers release, this is Noel Paul Stuckey and the wedding song. Love 
true classic from no paul stuckey on full circle much more on the way i'll be back full circle global advance is pleased to bring full circle with jerry bryant to you global advance is a missions ministry with a 16-year track record of giving vital training and resources to pastors and church leaders in some of the world's most destitute nations You can have a part in touching leaders and changing nations by partnering with Global Advance. Find out more about this cutting-edge missions outreach online at globaladvance.org because you can make a world of difference. Hi, this is Georgian Banoff with Silverwind, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Welcome back to Full Circle, where we're circling back to the beginning of contemporary Christian music. We called it Jesus music in the 70s and 80s around the time of the Jesus movement. George N. Banoff was born in communist Bulgaria. As a teenager, he was a founding member of the first official rock and roll band in the country. He escaped the Iron Curtain and was mightily saved after coming to the United States. It was during the tail end of the Jesus Movement in 1974 in which he had a powerful encounter with Jesus in Southern California. Soon after his conversion, he hooked up with the Agape Force Ministries in Lindo, Texas, where we first met. When my wife Cindy and I were attending the Agape Force Discipleship School. George Ann became the leader of a contemporary Christian band called Silverwind in the 1980s and he was also the co-writer and co-producer of famous children's classics such as Music Machine and Bullfrogs and Butterflies, which sold over 3.5 million copies worldwide and earned Grammy and Dove Awards. With a decidingly ABBA flavor to Silverwind sound, here's Taking the Narrow Street from their 1981 self-titled debut release on Sparrow Records. On Full Circle, Where It All Began.
Silverwind, and Taking the Narrow Street. What is this story that we're telling on Full Circle? It's a story about God's son Jesus, and during the Jesus movement of the 70s and 80s, our music was simply Jesus music. It was all about him. Now, sometimes it was a song using metaphors, but for the most part, the songs were simply straight and to the point like the music of this next band. They were clearly no compromising. When the band Jerusalem first toured in their homeland of Sweden in the mid-70s, their combination of Christian lyrics with hard rock sound was very controversial. The band was only permitted to perform in just a few churches. Jerusalem's message was primarily aimed at youth with their lyrics describing the band's relationship to God in an ordinary but radical way. Formed in 1975 by Ulf Christensen, they're widely viewed as the first band to combine Christian lyrics with a hard rock sound. After touring three years, a small European Christian record company signed them. Although they expected little success, they surprised everyone when their first self-titled album sold 20,000 copies in the first six months, unheard of within the gender of Christian rock in Europe. In 1980, they released Volume 2, and like the first album, was recorded in both Swedish and English. And during that summer, they played at the Greenbelt Festival in England, as well as with Resurrection Band. Lead singer Glenn Kaiser brought the albums to Pat Boone, who owned the record company Lamb & Lion, who in turn re-released the first two albums in the United States, and six more throughout the 80s and 90s. Let's look back at that monumental first recording and the song, If You Only Care to Listen, Here's Jerusalem.
Jerusalem, with no holes barred. Now, even though Jesus' music has become less confrontational or direct, the message is still the same. Jesus gave all of us an opportunity for a brand new start. The mistakes of the past, our sin and rebellion against God, is forgiven, and we can be transformed by His love into the people that He created us to be. You know, everyone is born with a purpose. Nothing's by accident. And the great joy of the Jesus movement of that era so long ago was to simply put melody to the language of love. The love of God, who sent His Son to die in our place and redeem fallen men. It's a story of redemption, if you only care to listen. We're coming back. Stay tuned. When Pastor Amos came from the bush country to Global Advance's Frontline Shepherds Conference in Lusaka, Zambia, it was the first training for ministry he had ever received. Only 8% of pastors in the developing world have any formal training for ministry from a Bible school or seminary. That's why Global Advance goes on-site directly to their nations, bringing them the hope, resources, and practical training they need so desperately. Pastor Amos drank in the training he received at the conference and went back to his village. Within the next two years, his church had quadrupled in size, and he had planted 14 new churches. You can help put a vision in the hearts and tools in the hands of hidden heroes like Pastor Amos. Find out how you can make a world of difference at globaladvance.org. Full Full Circle One of the most prolific artists in Christian music, Terry Taylor, actually played from time to time in three different bands, Daniel Amos, The Swirling Nathies, but uh, most often as late, The Lost Dogs. Terry has appeared as a musician or a producer on over 200 recorded projects and still remains creative today at the fine young age of 56. To those who grew up listening to the Jesus movement of the 70s and 80s, they, they know him best as the front man equipped with his 12-string Rickenbacker guitar for the band Daniel Amos, who started out as a country outfit but reinvented themselves at the end of the 70s into a Beatlesque rock and roll band, and then at the start of the 80s going for a post-punk new wave sound. Now, some people would say the most long-awaited album in Christian music history was Daniel Amos's horrendous disc, which was recorded in 1978, but took almost four years to release due to legal entanglements, but it was well worth the wait. From the beginning power chords of the opening track, I Love You Number 19, to the fading strings of the closing track, this record brought you on a roller coaster of musical proportions, which at the end left you wanting to write it again and again. The songs, though, were unforgettable, like the one inspired by the poem from the late 19th century poet Francis Thompson. You may be able to relate to it like I can, knowing that God was inviting me to a place of rest, but I still wanted to go my own way so many times. 
But when I came to my senses and was willing to turn around, there he was, like a faithful friend. Like a, like a favorite dog that would never leave your side. And, and that's the imagery put to song, Daniel Amos and the Hound of Heaven on Full Circle, where it all began.
Daniel Amos and the Hound of Heaven. And I would just guess that a lot of us can relate to that concept. God just keeps reaching out to us with his undeniable, relentless, unexhaustible love. Give him time. He'll get you. He got me. (laughs) He'll get you too. Well, I'd love to hear from you this week. Have you heard any songs that were favorites from those days of the early Jesus movement? Or maybe have you heard songs for the first time you'd like to know more about? Well, drop me a note and let me know. And share your story. Simply zip an email to info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic. Don't leave out the Jesus. Jesusmusic.com. And if you get a chance this week, drop a note to the folks that send Full Circle out your way and let them know that you appreciate it. Thanks. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Let Global Advance capture your heart for world missions. This ministry is truly on the point of the spear, going to places that nobody wants to go. The heart of the ministry is to comfort the heart of the neglected, strengthening the weak, and pointing them to God's call on their lives. Moved by compassion and God's mandate for world evangelization, Global Advance has been faithfully serving in God's work for over 16 years. You can help others realize their dreams and find their destiny by logging on to globaladvance.org and share in the harvest. That's globaladvance.org. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. I have more music for you, and our next artist musical career took off when Leslie Phillips discovered a demo tape and turned it over to some friends at Murr Records. On her debut album, Julie Miller penned a song entitled, What Would Jesus Do? Long before it became the popular phrase that it became, with the help of her multi-talented husband, Buddy, (laughs) here's a guy that can play about any instrument, and he's also a producer and engineer, she constructed many memorable songs throughout the 90s in the Christian music world before switching to alternative country music along with her husband. With a Cindy Lopperish singing voice and some fine pop sensibility, let's listen to the California girl turn Nashvilleian with her first CCM hit, What Would Jesus Do? So Jesus said to them, What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth. He is happier about that one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should be lost. Little child in the dark Homeless one in the park Not attracted to pleasant places To broken hearts and lonely faces. What would Jesus say? What would Jesus do? 
What would Jesus do? Julie Miller on Full Circle, Where It All Began. You know, you can answer that question by simply going to God's Love Letter. Open the book, read the story, and you'll find out what Jesus would do and continues to do because of His great love. Well, my time is almost gone again. (laughs) I've just started, and there's so much more of the story to tell. So give me a listen again as I feature the memories of the days of early Jesus music as we go full circle. Closing us out is a classic from an early Jesus music pioneer, Benny Hester. Benny went on to become a prolific TV writer and producer for groups like Nickelodeon and much more. But you can't beat this recording of a hymn of yesterday. Here's Benny Hester and On Christ the Solid Rock on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Benny Hester on Full Circle, reminding us that we're standing in full confidence on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. All else is sinking sand. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a global advance and a JSR production. This is Full Circle.